0: Hello, hello, it's episode 36, March 8th, 2021, and I'm your host, Maison Voss, and I'm always delighted you took the time out of your schedule to join me. I'd like to invite you to please follow for future notifications of upcoming episodes, if you haven't already. And you're welcome to share it with a friend or on your social media platforms. If you feel this information on this or any other episode could benefit someone you know in a positive way, this will help this podcast reach a wider audience who can benefit from it in some way. I truly do appreciate Your support and you taking the time to share it and your kindness, of course. Now, let's talk. This episode, I would like to discuss the following topic and that's misconnections and opportunities, plus loneliness and negative thinking, and how to overcome frustration. I know that's a lot to cram into this podcast, but uh, episode, um, but I am going to be very brief on them and I will touch on them in depth on other episodes, of course. Now, I've tried playing it cool and sometimes I can't help what I'm feeling. I heard on a (laughs) One Direction song today. I believe it's one thing. You've got that one thing. I've tried playing it cool. And it just sparked several thoughts. So I want to talk about those several thoughts Um, and finding a balance on dating apps. And why it's taking so long to meet someone. Now, I also want to talk about what I think about when people like me, not like me, but not people like me, but what I mean is when people are attracted to me and say so, and I don't... Feel I like them or when I feel attraction towards them and then they don't feel attraction towards me. So on this episode 36, I want to really dive in a little bit into what my thoughts are around that and I guess it's a little bit of an update of what's been going on and why is it so difficult to find someone and what I've come up with. Now, I've been talking to several men, as you know, uh, through dating apps, especially now during the pandemic, and I've been doing my live streaming. If you're new to the podcast and you haven't heard, um, I recommend you go listen to the other podcasts so you know what I'm talking about. So what it is, is that, you know, I'm trying, I, I believe that I try to understand why when I communicate how I'm feeling towards someone I like, it's always one extreme or the other. And I try to not get offended and I try to not overthink, but knowing myself, I just can't help myself. And I overthink and I overthink and I overthink. What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? And I have all these questions, but there's no way to talk to them because I've been ghosted or blocked. And if I continue messaging them to ask them why then it becomes a very weird situation where now I could be blowing up their phone when I just, all I wanted was to get closure or have a question be answered. So I either get called needy or clingy or get blocked or ghosted, right? And I mean, I guess it's all part of dating with this, you know, this new way of meeting people on all these different apps. And again, on top of that, we have this societal hookup culture that we now live in. And and yes, it's true that we have many options And dating apps but even more options when you download more than one app and I can testify to that because I am on three different apps and there are men that I haven't seen on the live stream app that I've seen in the other apps and vice versa however the outcome is still the same. Well, not the same. I guess I should say it's similar. And what I mean by that is that I don't understand why. I guess I would like to believe I know why. And sometimes it's difficult. But I'm still trying to understand. So if it sounds like I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm pretty sure that you're sitting there saying I know exactly how you feel because you might be thinking the same exact thing. Why is it so difficult to meet someone? Why am I getting ghosted when I'm just having a conversation with them? Why when I show interest they tend to just poof, just like magic, be gone and vanish? And then the guys that I not attracted to are the ones that push more and more and more to get to know me you know I've done that also I think I'm not interested in this person just give them a chance and see what they're about and so we start talking and the moment I start talking and just letting them know what I'm interested in it doesn't go anywhere I'm gonna get into that a little bit later in this episode now, I'm not saying this happens all the time because obviously I've had relationships in the past. And now, however, when I meet, well, when I met them in, you know, in real life situations like bars or clubs in the past or coffee shops, it was very different then. But now with dating apps, it seems that nobody wants to talk about real life topics or have a genuine conversation or even when the conversation starts going in a romantic direction you know all of a sudden it seems they're not interested in the relationship now and also, I have I have had uh, some someone tell me just recently that you know they want to date me and <laughs> again, it's always someone that I'm usually well not always I shouldn't say always. I'll correct that. It's usually someone who I'm not interested in. And I even hate bringing this up. But unfortunately, it's true. Sometimes we say, you know, number is just a number. Or what does it matter what they look like? Or it doesn't matter if they're in another city. But the fact of the matter is, is that I'm 42. 18 to 25 is too young for me. 25, That could be considered young. You know, they're still growing, but you know, there's some pretty mature 25 year olds there, have their life together, live alone, have their own car. But it's more than just that. It's more than owning vehicles and living outside of your parents' house. It's, you know, relationships, getting ready to settle down, getting married, that sort of thing. So, 18 to 25, I feel is too young for me. They need to live, experience, explore more, find themselves first to get married in my opinion. And I feel that 55 to 81, or 55 to 55 and above for that matter, is too old for me. Also, because they've had lives that they've already lived, and maybe they've been in relationships already, and ha- are just done with it. And I'm only saying based off experience of You know, the guys that I have spoken with who are over 50, who I was into one, actually, not this year, not two years ago, but before my last uh, failed relationship, there was somebody that was much older. And what he said was that, you know, he had already been married. He just came out of a 15 year relationship and he was basically done and he didn't see the need for getting married. Or having a piece of paper tell them that they're in love with someone now that's something that I've always wanted so the ones that are much older aren't going to go and do that again because they've been dealt a bad hand is how they put it and the younger ones need to live a little bit more so I guess that leaves me with between 25 ish (laughs) and 50 If that, I mean, if you're 50, I'm 42. So if you're 50 and you haven't been married and that's what you want, please message me. (laughs) If you're 40s or in your 30s and you still want what I want, by all means, contact me. I mean, that's what this podcast is about along with giving you my opinions and past experience, life lessons, right? So that's a good age, age range. Isn't it? Sometimes when I talk to my family members or a friend and say, oh, you know, it doesn't matter to me if they're this age or that age, and they say, oh, you're dreaming. Like, there's no way somebody that's in their 20s is gonna marry you. That's ouch. But then on the other hand, when I talk to them about older men, they said, no, well, you know, the people that I know or the people that I've met, those people usually just wanna stay home. They don't have the energy to go out and do things anymore. And I say, I don't think that's true. I've swiped left and right on people on apps where they're in their 50s and it says, oh, you know, I love hiking, I love traveling, and you know, they're fit and they're out up in a mountain with their shirt off and their shorts and they look pretty fit to me, 55, 56, 70. And they look great. But why aren't they messaging me? Why don't I get a swipe back? And that's because as one of my really good friends said that the much older men are looking for the little twinks and anybody in my age range doesn't exist we're dead after we turn 27 apparently in this LGBTQ plus community and it's what I've been told since I was 16 and I haven't found anybody to tell me otherwise and the people that I have matched with that are around 40 something say the same thing that a lot of older men are interested in the young and a lot of the young kids that hit me up say they're interested in me because they like older men so where do we fit in all of this so this is the only thing that i could come up with there has to be out there someone who wants a relationship not a relationship with me in particular, but who is committed to wanting a relationship, wanting to get married no matter what their age is and is willing to go for it and commit and go 100%. You know, who enjoys communication, who loves new experiences and would like to experiences experience them with me. You know, a partner who wants all the good things that I want Or even the bad if we can discuss them and find a middle ground those are all good reasons right and of course the number one rule we just have to like each other but for that i have to not give up and i have to keep trying and i will discuss what happens if you don't keep trying a little bit further in this episode now, I realize that it's more difficult than I thought. And I try to be positive and, you know, send out good vibrations and think positive thoughts and and try to lead with love, lead with love. However, I think that when I match with someone or they match with me, we're all going into it with an ideal, with a, with a, with an idea, they're falling up with an ideal of who they think I am and what they think I sound like and what they think my life would be like. But once they start getting to know me, they just say, oh, this is a regular, normal, fun, loving, caring guy, you know. We all have lives that we go by day in and day out every day. And most of our lives are not extraordinary. You know, most of us aren't lucky enough to be billionaires and millionaires. And travel every day of the week. But the more and more I talk to people, some of them do seem to have an ideal match. And and not to be mean or anything, but it just sounds like a lot of the young kids that I talk to, unfortunately. And yes, they're in their 20s and mid-30s, but I still call them kids because I am 42. Um, They still say things in a manner that sounds sugar daddy-ish, seeking. (laughs) And one dead giveaway is when we're having a conversation and they'll they'll keep repeating daddy. And I I tell you guys all the time, I, I hate it. I hate when somebody calls me a daddy. I am not anyone's daddy. I refuse to be called that unless I have a kid of my own. And I don't. One day, the other day, um, a gentleman on a live stream said, are you a babysitter? And I was like, excuse me? He said, are you a babysitter? And I said, no, I'm not a babysitter. And the first thing I thought was, I'm not going to teach anybody anything anymore. I'm I'm done raising kids. Like I have 36 nieces and nephews. I... I hung around them all the time, and yes, it's nice to share new things that you've learned with your partner, but when I've dated somebody that was in their 20s, me being in my 30s, there was a lot of questions that were asked that I just thought, wow, that's like simple relationship stuff that... How do you not know this? But I I guess not everybody is inclined to Google things or read things or their parents or friends didn't teach them things. So I felt myself being more of a teacher than a partner. And I guess in relationships, you do learn from each other. But when I say teaching, I mean almost everything that I said or talked about or suggested that we do, everything was why, but why, but why? And when I gave that answer it was another, but why? And I started realizing that they hadn't lived enough they hadn't experienced life they hadn't had boyfriends they hadn't had partners before I was probably their second or third boyfriend so yeah that's what I mean when they're young and they've just come out that they're just too young for me I'm not saying I know it all there's always learning to be done but there was just a lot of questions that I had regarding this podcast you know They think they want an ideal of me, right? So when I show them who I am, they quickly realize that they misinterpreted something that they read on my bio, which is why now I'm very specific on it. And they assumed something about me based off of my pictures that wasn't in their mind. And when I start showing interest when I start making an effort, when I begin to communicate properly, in my opinion, what I think is properly, communication or communicating, you know, showing him that I'm here for you if you need anything, you know, letting him know that I'm faithful and that I won't, you know, do monogamous, um, what do you call it, open relationships, and that I'm faithful, you know, I guess I'm a lot of things they didn't know I was, and a lot of the time they think they know what I want, but if they don't give me the chance to get there and explain, you need to give me the opportunity first to get to that point. But people seem to think they know what I need and what I want and what I'm like. And when they talk to me, they realize that I'm, I'm not any of those things. I, I'm straightforward. I, I speak my mind. And, you know, I never do it in a way to try to offend you. But I have had people tell me that I'm very direct and very abrasive. And I don't sugarcoat anything. For what? You know, just like I'm telling you now. It's sugarcoating things and beating them around the bush. Some people might get it right off the bat. And other people just won't get it and you have to explain again and explain again and they just won't get it so being direct is the easiest way that i found to get things done and move further in any relationship and in life but i don't know what it is that they want from me in the first in the first few conversations that we have if they don't give me a chance to show them and under, try to understand even where I'm coming from and say, wow, this guy is is genuine. He's trying to communicate with me. He's showing me interest, everything that I've ever wanted. Um, but he's a little bit too clingy. If we just change that narrative a little bit and say, wow, maybe, maybe, maybe we dated somebody in the past who treated us like crap or never called us. And that was something that in our mind became normal and then you know five days later they get a text hey babe how have you been and that's okay i don't think that's a relationship i think even if you're busy you find time in your day to reach out to your boyfriend especially if you guys are exclusive i understand that you know having space and needing some time away from each other having your own lives is perfectly okay but not contacting your boyfriend or significant other for four, five, six, seven, eight days in a row, I don't think that's acceptable. I think if you're into somebody, even if you just say good morning and they don't text you back, you should still text goodnight and they should at least try to text goodnight if they don't want to talk or if they're busy with their day or their work schedule, whatever it is. I don't think anybody's too busy to communicate. So texting goodnight every day is perfectly acceptable. I mean that at least that's what i do i don't think that's being clingy if i didn't talk to you all day and the first thing i said was good morning and i didn't hear from you all day and i'm gonna go to bed trying to give you space because you're busy i'm gonna text you good night and if you think that's being clingy when i left you alone all day then i think you have issues honestly like that's how i feel i think that there's something wrong there i think that you wanting to have someone in your life, but wanting to be alone, something's not right there. I think people who really want to be with each other and want to communicate, I think it's healthy to share your feelings and share your thoughts. And I just can't help myself sometimes when I feel something for someone, I let them know. I don't play them the the waiting game. Oh, they text me, oh, I'm excited. I'm gonna wait 20, 25 minutes, pretend I'm busy for an hour and then text them back and be like, Hey, what's up? I just saw your text. That's bullshit. Mind games doesn't get you anywhere. If you don't have a life that you think you would like, create one. If you're just laying down on the couch all day long because you're unemployed during the pandemic, you you can text back. Not texting someone back because you don't want to appear desperate or are readily available for them because... In society it's said that we should be playing the the texting and calling game. See the text, wait a few minutes to an hour. If the phone rings don't don't answer it in the first ring cuz then you appear desperate, that's out the window. It's a whole different time we live in now. And I think we should just say what we feel. Just like nowadays everybody's apologizing for things they've done in the past. Justin Timberlake apologizing to to Janet Jackson and Britney Spears for something that happened in 2001 or the Super Bowl or something like that. Just now, everybody's being accountable for what they did in the past. So if everybody's allowed to bring up the past and say what they feel and have emotions, are we gonna now say that Justin Timberlake is too sensitive? That Britney Spears and and, uh, Janet Jackson need to get over it and let it go? They're being too sensitive? No. So if that's acceptable, and they can still feel a certain way about it after all these years, and society is, is demanding that, that he apologize, and he did so, I don't understand how in that same context, when I show communication or I show somebody that I'm interested in texting them, and if I don't hear from them in a few days, I message to see if they're okay, and the response I get is either being further go- further ghosted or blocked or they message me and say, man, you're so clingy. Um, no, bro, like literally you've ignored me for four days. I just want to know if I should continue waiting for you or if I should move on and date somebody else because I'm trying to respect you by not dating anybody else and keeping you in mind. And in the meantime, if you're not interested, let me know so I can move forward and swipe you off my app. And continue dating somebody else. Go to somebody else because they maybe want to be with me. So if you don't understand that, then I recommend you listen to the episode entitled The Guy You Matched With and The Line Behind You. Now, my point of all of this is sometimes I feel like I'm missing something. You know, if they can't talk, then I do take a step back. And I wait a few hours or days, as I mentioned before, then I reach out again and I still feel like, okay, something's missing, something's amiss here. And I know that it's, it's said that, you know, one day we'll meet someone one day. And that's obvious, just like eventually, maybe not at the moment that I'm recording this podcast, but eventually I'm going to want to get hungry or going to get hungry. And I'm eventually, I'm going to have to go to the restroom and pee, right? Eventually, yes. I'm just, I'm, tar- I'm tired of saying it. I'm tired of hearing it. I'm tired of friends telling me that, oh, don't be sad. Eventually you'll meet someone. Yeah, duh. Like, I know I will. <laughs> That's an obvious. But I think that the reason, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I've heard that phrase, but I think the only reason that I can think of as to why they say that is because there is nothing that they can say with certainty to uplift you or motivate you other than don't give up, don't worry, you'll meet someone because that's a for-sure thing That's like we, like me telling you don't worry, tomorrow the sun will come up Yeah, I know I'll have to wait all night, but eventually it will come up But there, there's some point of reference there At least we know that it'll happen every 24 hours, right? Meeting someone, eventually you'll meet someone That could be any time. We don't know when that day will be. And that's the only thing that someone can say. Especially if they care about you. You know, to keep you from giving up or doing something that, that you might regret. You know, out of desperation or loneliness. You know, God forbid you even want to take your life. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for myself. And yet people do. You know because they they just don't want to feel pain anymore or feel lonely anymore and either they may have thoughts that by doing that it will somehow be easier to just exit this world when the fact is all they would be doing is leaving pain behind for others to deal with to pick up all the pieces of everything that you left unattended Midway You know? And I've always said this, that no matter how difficult life is, I've called friends, I've I've told my family members about this because they're very worried about me that I'm single and that I you know I live alone and I don't have any pets and my pants my plants are fake. <laughs> but they all want the best for me and I understand, but I always reassure them that no matter how upset I am or how much I've cried at night that I will never take my own life. And I do believe that. However, sometimes I do feel like I can't be on another dating app for one more second or have another conversation because I feel like I'm just going to go crazy and I'm going to, if I get ghosted one more time. And then I stop and think, and remind myself the advice that I've given you. I've done this before, I've had a relationship before, I can do this again. And maybe this person that that ghosted me or left me on red for 14 days now and is ignoring all my other messages, maybe it's a blessing because who wants to have a boyfriend that you're living with and when you ask him a question, he nods yes or no and then you never really get an answer for the next 14 days. So no matter how upset I am, how lonely I get, I know I will meet someone. I just wish that day was now. And you're you're not alone in this. So I wanna ask you if you're okay. I mean, are you really okay? If you need to contact me, you're more than welcome to. I do have contact information posted on my Instagram and I do have a Gmail as well. Take note, malehearts at gmail.com. There is a lot that we can talk about and discuss if there's something that's concerning you. And I don't mean to sound down. It's just, I don't think this is a topic that I should be... You know laughing about as if we're in some kind of festival i think it's a pretty serious topic and i just i don't want you to give up and i want you to know that you're not alone in this sometimes i feel like giving up but not on my life i feel like just getting off of a nap for a minute and i like it when people say oh i haven't seen you for a cool minute <laughs> i think that's a cute way of saying i haven't seen you in forever but sometimes i just like to take a break from apps, And I think you should too, if it's bugging you that much and if you're feeling like you can't do it anymore. We can, we just need to take a break. It's like getting on that spin bike or lifting dumbbells. Sometimes you do it till you're burnt out and you need to rest and let your body heal and then go for it again a couple days later. It might still be a little sore Wow, that's a really good analogy. I'm going to write that one down. Well, I guess I'm recording it, huh? <laughs> then you might be still a little sore. Um, but in, in time, you'll see the benefits from it. You'll see the gains. I'm going to start using that as an analogy for everybody that I talk to who doesn't want to give me the opportunity to show who I am and <laughs> date me and get to these uh, interesting analogies that just pop in my head here and now here and here and uh and again um i just really think we just need to you know stay optimistic and keep dating on those dating apps especially now in the pandemic as a way to stay safe you know i want to create episodes where i'm encouraging you to to not give up and here's another one of my phrases that i hate saying but i think it's it's important because more and more I hear people that are very upset and very disappointed with the people that they're meeting that only want sex. You will meet your perfect match. You will meet that person that will say, hey, how have you been? How Good morning, good night, every day. Who will contact you before you message them. It's nice to wake up to those messages. I want you to... take note male heart it will happen for all of us eventually and just remember that as I mentioned before we need to keep sifting through the mud and the muck as those men in the gold rush did sifting with with our pans and Remember that every person that you don't match with is one person closer to meeting the man of your dreams or person of your dreams in this matter. Or for that matter is the term, right? I said that wrong. So don't give up. The, per- the people that succeeded in the gold rush were the, the that found gold eventually were the people that didn't give up and kept trying day in and day out. I think people, millionaires now, didn't. it's not that they got lucky. I think that a lot of them worked long days, long hours, and never gave up. Now, I'm not saying be on your app, dating app 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but make an effort. Try. Keep swiping. Keep talking for five minutes. If you don't feel anything in the next five minutes, then it's okay to say, hey, I'm not interested. Or you can take other people's advice and say, wow, you didn't even give them a chance. Talk to them for an hour or two or three. And if you still don't feel anything, then don't. Or just talk to them. Maybe they're feeling lonely. Maybe they just want someone to talk to and a friend. And maybe you get a great friendship out of it. But don't give up on life. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on who you are. I know I'm not. And yes, I do get lonely. And yes, I do cry. And I I do get upset and frustrated. (sighs) But I let all my yayas out. And then I feel better and I go for it again. And I want you to do the same if you need to. Go for it again. Every day is a brand new start. It's up to you how you handle that, how you want that day to go. Just because you made a mistake a few minutes ago doesn't mean you don't have the opportunity to change it in the next five minutes. You can do it again. Try it once again. Change your profile, change your picture. Keep reinventing yourself while staying true to yourself. You can, if whatever you put on your profile didn't work and nobody responded to it, show other things that you like to do. Talk about other hobbies that you like, or maybe pick one hobby and talk in depth about that. You'll find a connection with someone. It just takes time. I know every time I change my profile and talk about other aspects of my life, it's a different kind of person that I attract, that I match with. That say, oh, I'm interested because you said this. I'm interested because you said that. Oh, I didn't know you were interested in this. That's awesome. I like doing this too. So it's just a matter of finding your perfect match and we all will. So I want to leave you with that. I want you to remember that the universe loves you and is watching over you. I love you and every episode that I create comes from a place of love. And I want to thank you for always joining me with an open mind and an open heart. And as long as I have positive, encouraging, motivating stories, relationship lessons, advice, and experiences, as well as dating app tips to offer you, I will be sharing my male heart notes with you on the next episode.